Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we have a very, very special guest. With us today is, nonetheless, Crypto Mason. Whoop, whoop. Thank you for coming yes. on. Thank you, once again. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, me and Crypto Mason, uh, we actually met down in Miami for uh, NFT Miami week, and it was a blast to meet him on the yacht. It was a great yacht party and then after party yes. as well. Yes, I saw uh, I saw you with the XRP hat on and I had to come up to you. Um, <laughs> you were just repping. I thought you were there for Bitcoin Miami. Uh, did you did you go to that? No, I did not. No, I just went no. down for uh, the presidential ape event, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you might have you might have got jumped uh, wearing the XRP hat in the Bitcoin conference. But, you know, so next <laughs> next crypto event that's down in Miami, Orlando area, I am definitely wearing this XRP hat regardless, do it, do it. regardless. I need to pick up one too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You got the definitely. Hangry Barboons one on right now. Hey, gotta rep the homie, you yeah, know? Of course. You know? All right, Mason. So, if you just want to give us a brief overview of yourself for like our community watching, majority of them probably know who you are, but some might not. If you just want to give us the rundown. All right. So, I am Mason, um, also known as Crypto Mason or NFT Mason on my NFT channel. Um, Basically, I got into crypto in 2016. Um, I was I, like, I found Bitcoin because of like my spiritual slash philosophy interests, um, and I saw that the the I saw that the people were finally making their own coin, like are making their own currency, um, and I found that really interesting. And then my dad actually told me about Ripple, and he's like, "Yo, this is like the banksters, like they're doing." like they're entering here like this is they're trying to change stuff up here so and he he thought it was like the only one that's actually doing something like they were the only one trying to solve a real problem um so he told me about that um and then i looked into xrp and then that spiraled into like a ton of research about altcoins um and then content creation i started like a year and a half ago also uh my dad i'm i'm giving him 50 percent of all of my xrp earnings in the end because he wow. was the one who who put me onto it. That's major. Um, that's incredible. That's major. Yeah. yeah. That will be major. Yeah. <laughs> Considering we know where XRP is going in the end, that's going to be major. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a little bit about me. I did. I started content creation year and a half ago. S actually started with like the spiritual stuff and then pivoted to crypto. Um, and now I'm here on YouTube, Twitter, all that. Yeah. You're continuing to grow day by day, and it's just amazing to watch how much and where you've came from because I've started I started watching you around about like honestly like 30k 40k subs and I've just been there since since then and it's just been honestly a pleasure just to see how yeah, far man. you've Thank came you. man appreciate that so uh this is one question that's kind of off topic but what did you want to be when you were growing up I wanted to actually be an astronaut. I, that's like kind of classic. Hey, you um, still and are. Now we are astronauts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Moon, you know, we are still going to the moon yeah. someday. Yeah. So, and I knew like, I knew like I wasn't going to do that in the back of my head while I was thinking that it was just kind of like nothing at all fit me. I knew I wanted to start a business um, and actually like work for myself. I never felt like a a worker i felt like a boss um or like a you know a marketer versus a consumer a shepherd versus a sheep all of that those comparisons um so when i yeah when i was growing up it was astronaut um and then it was nothing after i realized astronaut was not possible uh it was nothing and then um uh, it was business right after amazing yeah that's yeah. great so uh, when and what made you decide to invest into crypto in the first place? It was, I mean, I saw the, the people making lots of money. That was the first thing. I, I thought it was a good opportunity to make money. What year? Um, what year was it when you found out about crypto? I knew about Bitcoin in 2016, but I did not have any money in crypto until 2017, like the beginning of 2017. Okay. Um, and I actually... I actually, uh, I was 17 years old in 2017, so I could not make an exchange account. Um, and me and my dad had to go to a Bitcoin ATM 
and we actually put wow. our first money in <laughs> through that. Wow. Um, but what made me decide to invest, it was more, it was mainly the money and just like, this is like, I saw it right away as a new like internet movement, um, like a, a, a new dot com bubble type of thing. Yeah. Um, sure. Which, so that was, the, that was the main reason I got in is I need to capitalize. Like these opportunities come around every like seven years or 10 years. I had to get in. It's not the it's not the internet of information like the dot com bubble bubble was. It's the internet of value. True. Nonetheless. Yeah. Building all these digital highways yeah. for our financial system. Yes. Yeah. ISO two zero zero two two is paving the way. Slowly but surely. <laughs> the hand rub though. <laughs> We're ready. Yeah. Yeah. So so what are your thoughts on like the the current state of the market? Um, it's pretty bad, dude. It is pretty bad. Like it feels, I mean, I have no confidence in Bitcoin in the short term whatsoever. Like, I think maybe it ends up at a hundred K plus, but we couldn't even do that in 2021. Like everybody was thinking, even I was like, yo, this thing is going to go to a hundred K in 2021. And we got to 69,000. Like how pathetic is that actually? You know, like Bitcoin has no... (laughs) Bitcoin there's, has no strength. Yeah, there's no strength. Yeah. It's just all, it's all FUD, more or less. I mean, there's no utility behind Bitcoin. Really, if you think about Dude. it. Yeah, you're right. Store of value. <laughs> Digital gold is what they want to they wanna call it. <laughs> but but yes. anyways, yeah. Yeah, store of value in digital gold only gets you so far, man. Exactly. Like, Okay, they can let let's say Bitcoin goes to seventeen trillion market cap. Yeah, like that's the market cap of gold. Um, I just made a video today about how Ripple is coming for a hundred twenty trillion <laughs> in cross border payments. Dude, that like, video was wild. I was watching and I was like, it gives you the chills. It literally gives you the chills thinking about that stuff. A hundred and twenty trillion is out of this world considering the current state of the market. Like, yeah. what are we right now? About 1.8. Yeah, 1.8. We've trillion? been hung yeah. up on it forever. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's literally insane. No, nobody can really put their, wrap their heads around that big of a number yet. And yeah, so, they, so they can have, they can, sorry for cutting you off. They can have the digital gold thing. Yeah. They can have that completely. Yeah. Like Bitcoin can literally have that 17 trillion. Okay. We've got like all of this other stuff to deal with. Cross-border payments. You know, all the Nostro, Vostro, that whole thing is not dealt with by Bitcoin whatsoever. So they can have that digital gold title. Yeah, they can have <laughs> it and then keep it. <laughs> yep. So uh, who was like the, the main inspiration for you to be like a content creator slash influencer in the crypto space? Like who'd you watch the most back in 2017? Uh, well, in 2017, I wasn't watching that many people. Yeah. Um, it was mainly like when I came back, like I, I slept through 2018, uh, meaning like I was not paying attention at all after gotcha. the big crash yeah. happened. Um, so when I came back, I was watching like BitBoy. I was watching uh, Bearable Bull. Yeah, the OGs. Uh, the OGs. All the OGs, bro. Like... So those, the main inspirations are like Bearable Bull, Digital Asset Investor, Crypto Airy, BitBoy. Uh, BitBoy just from like a, a strictly like content creator vibe. Gotcha. Like dude is just a monster at putting out content. Yep. Yeah. Um, and running these numbers up. So <laughs> <laughs> like those are some of the ones that inspired me at the start. King Solomon too. Yep. Mm, yeah. yeah, definitely. He's, he's a gem for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I started personally out with... Uh, BitBoy Crypto, uh, the Bearable Bull, and once I found out th- about the Bearable Bull, he really just blew my mind with XRP. Yeah. And then I just, because at first I was really just looking into like Bitcoin and stuff, kind of around the same time you were, but I never was like curious to like invest in it. I was just like, whoa, this is a new space. This is something different. We've never really seen anything like this. And, uh, and then obviously found out about xrp and then i went down the loophole and never looked back we're down the rabbit hole neo <laughs> and then after that i uh i moved to florida it was like 2020 yeah tw- end of 20 like summer 2020 i moved to florida and i met good old corbin at target 
and put him on crypto. And he's a very smart guy. I'm going to say he's genius. He's able to soak yeah. up information like I've never seen before. And he got into crypto and it was just the craziest thing ever. Cause my, my, my last brain cell is really working hard on that. <laughs> I told him about XRP and he came back the next day knowing more information than I knew about XRP. Wow. Yes. It was one insane. Of the, one of those type. That's, that's super. It it's was, a super good type to be for crypto. Yes. Like you're yeah. going to win with that yep. mindset. Yeah. And then because, yeah, you just start seeing all the connections and like you feel like the guy from Always Sunny with like the board in the background. He's like, look at all these. It's like anytime I want to talk to people about it, I'm like, yeah, because anytime you talk to just a normal person, they have no clue really what you're talking about. Yeah. And you have to like, and, yeah. you go ahead. And dude, you, you, if you know, like just a little bit about crypto, you look like a genius. Yeah. And then the person who knows a little bit more than that person also looks like a genius to yes. the previous person. <laughs> it's a domino you know, effect. I, yeah. Yeah. I was just at, uh, in Banff, Canada, Calgary for, or Alberta for a NFT conference. And there was a lot of like elite business people who know nothing about crypto and if you just talk to them a little bit like their mind gets blown instantly <laughs> so just us having this knowledge of crypto so early like you can go around and just blow people's minds yes yeah how was that uh how was that Banff? it was good it was good it was a smaller conference i i did uh, uh two panels there uh one was with a guy from ndax which is a canadian exchange and then the other was with uh meg bzk uh who's a fellow tiktok influencer and she killed it the ndax guy killed it what was funny a little funny story from that the ndax guy um had his compliant officer or his compliance officer with him so this dude is getting asked all these controversial questions and he can't say anything because his compliance officer sitting there. Wow. I can say things. Yes, of course. Nobody's yeah. stopping me. So I'm just going off the rails talking about <laughs> CBDCs and all this cash disappearing agenda and all that. Right. And he's just sitting there like, wow, like none of he's like making sure none of this is coming from him. It was pretty <laughs> funny. But yeah, the conference was great down there. The scenery looked amazing. Yeah. How it just the whole that's a hotel right it was just in the middle of the forest yeah it's like a castle in the forest yeah, yeah that's Banff springs hotel yeah fairmont incredible that is incredible mason what is your favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs oh that's a good question um i favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs yes mm -hmm. Damn. Um, <laughs> do it all in the morning and don't eat anything. Like, don't eat until it's all done. Okay. Like you, you can use a, it's a basic reward system. This is what I've been using, like, for the past year here, is I don't, I don't eat until that main task is done. Fasting in the so, AM. <laughs> yeah. It, it's essentially intermittent fasting, but it's almost a reward-based system where you're like, okay, also you have more energy when you don't eat surprisingly because as soon as you do eat your digestion starts working and you're burning all this stuff like it's actually like using your energy so i, I would say get all the important stuff done right in the morning uh, if you can wake up early do it and get it all done before anybody even gets out of their bed so that's what i'd say that's genius that is genius i never would have thought about something like that yeah because like people a lot of people say like Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and like it starts your it starts your day, gets you going, gives you all that energy. But yeah. I never would have thought of it like how you just said. I mean, look at the words. Yeah, Brec breakfast is break fast. You're yeah. breaking your fast, right? Wow. With breakfast, <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, could, yeah, I could go on for a while about that, but that would be my hack is just use it as a reward. Like until I get this done, then I get this amazing food or this breakfast that I want. That's incredible. Sure. That is amazing. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you're always promoting, uh, promoting the gold squad. Tell us about who the squad is. <laughs> who the squad is. The squad is anybody who wants to become part of the squad. Love it. Um, love it. Yeah. And it's when you're doing content creation, it's important to like call your audience like something like a lot of people say, like, 
crypto family or these general names, but I wanted to make up like an identity that you can like, you know, like, like imagine it as golden armor that you can like step into if you want to, if you want to, let's, let's go. You're in, you're in gold squad, right? So you can just represent this, this thing. Um, and it's, yeah. So it's anybody who watches my videos. It is my, my community. We're all equal. There's no like leader. I'm not the leader of it. It's everybody is equal in it. It's unity. Yes. That's yeah. great. That is great. Well, so what, like majority, what are like the majority of people in it? How like-minded are they? Like obviously crypto, I'm assuming, but is there anything else besides crypto? Yeah, so they're like-minded in terms of we all want to make money with crypto. Um, but this whole aspect of like transformation, going from lead to gold, uh, like looking for gold in every single aspect of our lives, I think people resonate with that uh, because that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying their hardest to actually like find the gold in everything in their life. Um, so there's like if you visualized it, there'd be like levels of people who are like resonating with each other on certain things. Like some people don't resonate with like the whole lead to gold thing at all. They just resonate with the crypto part. So there's levels to it. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah, absolutely. So currently, what are your top five cryptos that you're watching heavily on your radar? Top five cryptos. It's got to be. Um, I mean, I'm always watching Bitcoin and Ethereum, of course. Sure. That's yeah. like a necessity. Those are the main movers. Uh, they move the yeah, markets more uh, or less. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't count those in this. I'm gonna say um, Algorand is one that's like massive. We just had some massive news today, right? With yeah. the flare. Uh, the Flare and the Algorand and the Bitcoin partnership, basically, right? Bitcoin being added Ridiculous. as an F asset. Bombshells. Yeah. And um, so Algorand, I'm definitely watching Algorand. Um, and then Stellar as well. I think Stellar's like super undervalued. Yep. Of course, I'm watching XRP all the time, every day. Uh, not doing too hot recently, but I mean, I'm watching it. And then, um, what else do we have? XDC. I was, yes. I was really hoping you'd say that one. Yes. That's great. That's a very low cap coin that yeah. is very, very underestimated nowadays. For sure. True. Um, and then I'd have to say, oh, there's two, it's Quant and HBAR. Yep. That's basically yeah. everything we talk about. It's, like, it's literally our <laughs> yeah. whole side yeah. in the background here. It's the alt kings, you know? Yeah awesome and those coins are the kings of the alts exactly you know like so that's six though so sure. i broke the broke the thing it's all right unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> yeah so those are the six i'm watching um i'm i have long-term bags of all of those and um i think they will just perform the best when we do reach this like whole iso uh 20022 implementation yep. when we when we reach all of that these will perform um and that's when you get like a utility type bull run where people realize that the real problem here is like the payments system yeah. like ripple says like ripple says the um the killer app that's chris larson's words the, the killer app is going to be payments that so so those are the the six I would say there. Yeah, I Sorry. mean three of them. I mean, I'll, actually four of them aren't even listed on the made the biggest exchange in the United States. I'll go XTC, HBAR, and XRP, and that says Bad. a lot. That says a lot. I think Algorand is on Coinbase. Oh, it is. Is it on, on Coinbase Pro? I'm assuming then. No, I think it's on the main one. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me check real quick. It's definitely on Coinbase. Yeah, it's on. It's on the main Coinbase. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, so yeah. only three of them. Yeah. 
Makes no sense why H bar is not on there yet. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm waiting. All we see on Twitter nowadays is Coinbase list H bar, please. <laughs> yeah. Everybody retweeting that one, that one post that one day. Just but my whole feed was just, hey, Coinbase list H bar. And yeah. I'm like, is there any other news on this platform? Coinbase has to at least see this now. It's, it's been going on for too long. You would think so. Yeah. You would hope so. But no, they're out uh, there. I mean, I always fall back on that one article from 2018, I think it is, or 2019. Have you guys seen that where they, they were looking at listing HBAR back then? Yeah. It, yeah. it has to be, yeah, it has to be 2019, I think, because it was fairly new. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it still hasn't happened, which is just mind blowing. Yeah. It's insane. Are there, uh, are there any other like criminally underrated cryptos with a small market cap that are on your radar, like maybe like Casper or something like that? <laughs> oh, this is maybe like Casper, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe like Casper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Casper's good. No, Casper's good. A lot of people ask me about Casper, and I'm, I'm down with it. It looks good. The chart is kind of scary a little it's bit. A little sus. Yeah. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's definitely good. I think um, I would look at maybe Fuse. Handshake is another very underrated coin at fifty-seven million. Handshake, huh? um, Fuse Network as well. Those are some of the smaller gems I would I'd point out. But be gotcha. careful right now in this market dealing yeah. with those type of ones. Yeah, yeah, because we, we could still go a lot lower. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, if Bitcoin continues to tumble and the alts don't do anything, it's going to be maybe a bad time. Yep. So talking about obviously going lower, uh, do you think the run that uh, Zilka had indicates that alt season is about to arrive? Or do you think it was a false flag? That Zilliqa had? Yeah. Zilliqa had quite a spike in the past. Yeah. I don't think Zillica should be used to indicate anything. Anything, sure. Um, but I mean, they ha oh, didn't they have some kind of metaverse? Um, they had a IRL event going on, I believe. Yeah, so that spike was like, what is that? March thirty. Oh, that was huge, though. That was huge. <laughs> I don't think it. I think it's a false flag, like you said. Hmm. Um, yeah. Do you guys hold Zilliqa? No, not. No, it's just something I've no. I've heard some people mention. Like some of my friends that are into crypto, they're like, "Oh, Zilliqa's running. We're gonna we're gonna be in, we're in on the alt season. Let's go!" <laughs> and then Bitcoin's doing this. <laughs> yeah, everything's like falling. So because it feels like it really feels like that. You'll notice alt season starting to happen once these just small cap utility tokens just slowly start to ride and break away from Bitcoin. Yeah. There's just going to be just a break that happens and you're going to notice it, but it's not all. I, I mean, it could happen all at once, but it's just really undetermined. It, there's a lot of indicators that can really be thought out and looked at. Prove whether or not we're about to run or not. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Where do you think where do you think we're going in the next year? Where do you think we'll be at by the end of this year? <laughs> By the end of this year, yeah. I mean, I'm counting on the Ripple lawsuit going away this year. Yeah, that's what now, I'm that hoping. That might not happen. That might not happen, but I hope it does. We're still like only like in April, right? So we have a long way. Um, but I want what I want to happen is that to co coincide with the Ethereum merge. I think I'm I'm super bullish on Ethereum for this year, and I'm not bullish on Bitcoin. So so what you can if you read between the lines, what I'm saying <laughs> is I'm I'm thinking there's going to be a flippening happening here. That's exactly <laughs> what I was hearing. That was exactly yeah. what I was hearing. Um, if and I think that's just on the horizon. Uh, but this year, I mean, I, we're going to see how May is. I I I basically, if you guys have watched my videos. I did say now people hate when when people say they're right, but I did say that Bitcoin conference was going to make Bitcoin dump. We did dump pretty heavily as it has in I the past. That, yeah, exactly. Just historical data yeah. shows that. Right. But then I said April, the rest of April is going to be very mid. 
Um, and it has been. So I'm waiting on May. I want to see the first week of May, and then I can really see where we're going to head with this. Um, but right now, pretty ba- I'm pretty bearish right now. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, with the with the Ripple lawsuit right now, obviously they continue to like extend the deadlines, and some people have some people think that we're going to go all the way into January of next year, and then the lawsuit will be finished. But um, I really think it could potentially just be a smokescreen right now for like major institutions. There's no way it isn't. Like, honestly. Yeah. Because they need to pack their bags. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of them probably have. I mean, a lot of them probably already have, but I feel as if majority haven't. And they need to yeah. get in. I think uh, the, the best time for them to pack the bags would have been like right after the the announcement of the lawsuit right yeah so maybe they want more to enter more and they have to bring it down it's really hard to tell or maybe they're waiting for tether to get rugged and see what that does to the price of everything (laughs) spicy dropping (laughs) bombs yeah yeah (laughs) just casual you know Yeah, I mean, because if you if you really go back and look at the chart, we almost hit two dollars. Uh, XRP almost yeah. hit two dollars during the whole lawsuit going on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even if the lawsuit's still going on, we could still go on a run, breaking all time highs. True. Yeah, uh, the initial all time high of XRP happened without Coinbase. We don't actually need Coinbase at all. Wow, I I did not so, know that actually. Yeah. Wow. So, like, we can do it. Like, it can actually happen. Um, without any of this, but I think... It definitely helps. Like, yeah, everyone's psychology is, like, synced up to just... XRP is going to pump when the lawsuit is won, and that's it. So... Yeah, and then they announce delays and then retail sells and then all the rich institutional investors and George Soros, Soros types buy. And no, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely we'll get that regulation. Yeah, we will. Because I mean, if you think about it, once the Ripple lawsuit settles, it's going to open up the door for everything. And it's going to put down the law and put down the hammer on all of these because there's there's tens of thousands of cryptocurrencies right yeah. now. Like all of them don't have utility and don't have a, re- a real reason to be a coin if you think about it. There's a lot yeah. out there that doesn't make sense why it is a coin. And so there needs to be regulations set in stone where you have to be some sort. You have to have some sort of utility to be a token, I think. I mean, potentially, and yeah. you you got to be like sufficiently decentralized. Yeah. I think that is actually what it's going to come down to. Mm. Um, and if it doesn't, then why is Ethereum still good? Yeah. Like if it doesn't <laughs> come down to that decentralization, because they basically said like, yo, we can't sue Bitcoin and Ether because they're sufficiently decentralized and there's nothing wrong with them and they're not securities. Um, but then I had I saw Matt Hamilton um who recently left ripple i saw him say that that when when somebody said that it was about that the lawsuit was about decentralization he said that that was nonsense and i'm like okay you're very smart but why can't you see all of like you why can't you see the tron foundation becoming the tron foundation right like separating this foundation from tron and then you have algorand foundation you have hbar foundation Like, you see how they're trying to separate it? Mm -hmm. And that's so they can sufficiently decentralize and be good when the result of this case comes, whatever it may be. So you said it might open the doors. It could also close Close them. them. I I hope it opens all of the doors. Um, But if it it does close them, XRP will still probably be good. Ether will probably still be good, unfortunately. And Bitcoin. Those three will be good. And maybe EOS, actually. Yeah, because uh, like it's if you yeah like uh just with some of these foundations you're talking about the foundation has to be I mean the token has to be able to be ran without the foundation behind it. Sure. 
Because, like, if the foundation was to close the next day, the token should still be able to be ran and still be able yep. to be traded. And yep. if you're not able to trade that token without the foundation, then there's a problem. Yeah. And if Ripple goes away today... XRP is traded. Exactly. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think one thing, one thing people... A lot of people fail to realize in the U.S. is that the U.S.'s law and legislation and stuff, like, it doesn't, it's not a make or break for XRP not and Ripple all. in general. You know, if all. they end up being deemed a security, big whoop, they'll go to Thailand or somewhere yeah. to maybe, you know, have some more you know, laws on their side and be yeah. more, more friendly towards them. I mean, everywhere else in the country deems XRP a currency, basically, besides yeah. the United States. Yeah, it's the only person that is not deeming it a currency or sorry, not country. Person, country. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, person too, <laughs> Jake Clayton. <sighs> well, um, when you say that, like what they're doing is like they're in a gunfight and they throwing they're throwing their gun in the garbage. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's what the U.S. is doing. <laughs> Why are you throwing your gun in the garbage? Like fight. Like use XRP and and fight. Yeah, yeah. Right? They can. Why are you like throwing innovation? Like the innovation is their gun, and they throw it away. What are you like? They're doing it on purpose too. And there's yeah. like a shuffling of power going on, and they're just letting it happen. Um, but I mean, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, and it's and it's really funny to see too that like some of some of the old members of the SEC are part of Ripple's defense team. Which just makes me laugh so hard because it's like we know, we know they have all the dirty laundry, like so, yeah. somewhere on a flash drive or something. I'm sure they have yeah. dirty laundry on the SEC. And all I like to think about is her name is on the money. <laughs> Rosie, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's like the biggest thing. Like yeah. anytime I'm talking about XRP to somebody new, I'm just like, you got a dollar bill on you by chance? If they pull it out, I'm just praying that her name's on it. You got to break out your your bearable voice for it. <laughs> perfect. That is perfect. Yeah. A lot of people think I am the bearable bull. What's your, what's your deep voice like, Mason? We can we can debunk this I now. I can't show you. <laughs> <laughs> can't oh, show no. you, man. That means the bearable bull is doxed if that's true. True? <laughs> How genius would that be, though, if he had an anonymous account and then he started up on a different account yeah. and put his face and nobody knew the connection to further, like, stay anonymous? Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Who would actually thought? I'm waiting for the Riddlers to pick up on this and make some beautiful <laughs> infographs, like, all just, like, connecting the dots between everything. Oh, no. Just so great. All right, so we're going to take this back the beginning so when you're first starting out in crypto what would you say was one of your worst crypto investments and how were you how were you able to learn from that investment the most um my worst was probably some of the coins like verge xvg i was like convinced that um anything that was like 0. 0.000 <laughs> is gonna go to one some shiba <laughs> stuff that was some shiba yeah. stuff basically some, yeah. some shiba stuff when shiba didn't exist like back in 2017 like i would go to work and like talk with my friend about how these coins are gonna go to a dollar and this much is gonna be this much <laughs> like um so th but i really didn't have any like bad all like some of the money I put in in 2017 is still in my bags. That's amazing. like all the XRP. Like I didn't sell nothing. That's great. Nice. That is great. That's fantastic. It means you're disciplined and yeah. you knew the future. <laughs> I mean, now I have had some bad stuff, but not in the beginning. It was just hodl. But now I've had some bad like. Well, it's because now I can see now because like now there's just more opportunities out there and sure. a lot more going on in the market compared to then yeah yep and you just want to like like back then i didn't uh know how to ride the trends and everything and i wasn't moving money around and it almost would have been better if i had just like took all of my money and just divvied it up into a bunch of strong coins i was barely doing research like i was researching altcoins but i wasn't researching like the right stuff at all 
and I wasn't watching the right people, you know, I wasn't listening to podcasts like this. I wasn't doing anything. Sure. I was just clicking on coins and reading about them. Um, but if I just divvied it up and held it and still held it, uh, cause now I've been like trading, right? The trading gets crazy cause you want to chase this trend. Yeah. You want to yep. chase all these trends and then you're moving money around. You're losing. So hodling, honestly, it's kind of the best. For sure. Dollar cost averaging. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And then stake if you can. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love that video that you put out about H bar staking. Yeah. That was, that's big. Solid. Yeah. That is, is uh, yeah. H bar staking. I mean, I got some staked in there. I want to see what the, what's, what's the APY right now. I'm not sure. 49. Okay. Decent. <laughs> Decent. <laughs> decent, casual, forty nine percent. That's all right. So you're major in the space. You obviously always have people coming up to you, asking what to invest in, stuff of that sort. What would be your best cryptocurrency advice to somebody who's brand new to the space? Um, it would be. Uh, to um, not like don't get in this to get rich and then you might end up rich <laughs> so like don't focus on the money really just learn about this like one of the best feelings you can ever have in this whole thing is to be heavily invested in a coin and actually know what it does and actually know everything about it it feels yeah. so good yes mm -hmm. it feels so good it makes you feel you so can, much more confident yeah, and it helps through the bear markets too. Like when XRP went from like a dollar thirty down to what was it like forty or fifty cents? Lower year. than that. Yeah, lower than that. Even I just held on to it because I'm like, I don't know what y'all are doing, but like this is the future. So do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, it's that whole like know what you hold type of vibe, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I would say know what you hold. Um, trust basically nobody. Like, actually, I would say, like, absorb all perspectives is the most valuable advice. Like, my timeline on my Twitter is filled with Bitcoin maxis, and it's filled with XRP maxis. Both of them. At and the crypto, same time. And Crypto Whale. True. Yes. <laughs> but, like, in, like, include people like him into your things. Exactly. Like, include these controversial people. Because um, there's, like, an extreme amount of... of of BS in this yes. thing. There's illusions everywhere, everywhere. Whenever there's fast money anywhere, there's all these illusions and scams and stuff. So in order to be able to see through it all, you need to like see it all um, and then develop this good filter to filter out the BS. Yeah. Very, very smart. It'll help your gut instinct develop as well as time goes on as you acquire more knowledge. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, shoot. Yeah, that's that's everything. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, if you had a hundred dollars, what would you invest to? What would, what would you invest into with the way the the market is right now? Or would you just like hold off a little bit longer, throw it into something? See, with if you only have a hundred dollars to put into this, yeah, you need to consider <laughs> making more fiat money. Yeah. Sure. It is like the sad reality of it because like even if you I mean you could put it into into this but you might even be better like putting it into like a, a, a casino unless you're just trying to like start your bag with that and see an asset fluctuate in value like that's a good lesson uh, like if you only have a hundred try as hard as you can I would almost invest that hundred into like trying to make it more possible for you to mo make more fiat so if that hundred gets you by like another two weeks of like actually living and you can buy time like buy time with that hundred dollars don't buy crypto like yeah. buy time to make more money like try to make more money uh but if i had to put a hundred dollars into something i'm i'm going to algorand right now personally because that thing will that it'll easily go back up like you'll hit a two X on that. Uh, and then you have $200. So <laughs> nice. That's what we're saying. You got to get that, 
you got to hit start hitting more fiat into there. Um, but I'd go Algorand, yeah, if I had to. And you got to learn discipline too, because like mm-hmm. things are gonna pump, and you're just some. I mean, if you're an early inv- like if you're a new investor, you're gonna want to keep your money in that because you see it going up so much. But you got to know when to sell. Yeah, yeah, and some of the the good um, or one of the good uh, profit taking strategies that people use is like half on a double or half on a triple. Like if you double your money, you take half out. So for somebody with a hundred bucks, if you see it go to 200, take the first hundred out. Sure. To like, it's a, that, that'll teach you such basic discipline. Um, and then you can apply that. It'll be hard to apply it to bigger yeah. amounts of money, but yeah, you can apply that to a thousand, you know, yeah. what about a thousand? What would you throw it into? See a thousand. Now you're getting into like where you can, because if that 10x is or 5x is, you're dealing with a lot, some a lot more, more capital. money there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Fair. I would, I would also, I would stick to with with a thousand bucks. I'd stick to two to three coins. Don't be throwing a hundred bucks into <laughs> ten coins. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I just don't think that's a good idea to put a hundred bucks into ten coins. Um, yeah. So I would go like three coins. And it depends on the person, if they're actually trying to actively make money or are you trying to just start a crypto portfolio and watch the value fluctuate and hold? Um, Because you can go for like the HODL assets and you can go for like the trading assets. Um, So I'd go three, I'd go Algorand, XRP, and HBAR. There you go. Simple. Just a solid three, uh, or you could go four. You could go four. That, That would make sense too, but do not go 10. 10 coins into 100 bucks each and mine would have to be probably xrp xdc quant yeah mm. what about you corbin i think mine would be xrp quant and either wads pay or casper because th- think about it this way <laughs> it, it's, it's almost like putting it into into certain stocks yeah so your quant would be like your your blue chip that would yeah. be like your ibm or like your your more established company you know that's going to do something yeah like it, it has to yes for sure it's not going through any weird controversies or whatever it's just doing its thing and it's you know p- partner with the digital pound foundation all that stuff anyway <laughs> we go on about that for an hour and then you have xrp yeah. which is going to be like your mid cap it's not super crazy yet so there's still plenty of room to go and with you know how they want to expand it you know great and then Wadspay or Casper would be your smaller company that still has tons of room to go and could go anywhere. Could also go to zero. It would be my smallest bag out of the three, but it's good to have a little bit of exposure in those as well. Yeah. Just so that way, in case they do 10x or 20x or whatever, you can throw that into your bigger coins if you wanted to cash out or take some fiat out and improve your life a little bit somehow. They pay off debt, you got a car payment or something, you know, buy a house. Very smart. I, I'd consider my, my small cap would be XTC. Because I mean, okay. I consider XTC, I mean, it's got a lot. I, I like looking at XTC like Alchemy Pay. Sure. Because like once Alchemy Pay was on Coinbase, that thing mooned. Yeah. That thing went from like five cents to like 20 in like a day. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think that XTC has more utility than Alchemy Pay. But I mean, I just consider like if we could see XTC get listed on Coinbase, it takes that initial run. And then from there, you, you take, like you said, like 50% of the bag and then diversify that back into either the coins you already were investing into or something new. I definitely like the setup of, of you know, the one large company, blue chip, and then the mid and then the, the smaller one. I think that's a good, a good way to structure a portfolio of a thousand bucks. The wads pay is so interesting. Like there that thing came out of nowhere dude and like was flooding my they were flooding me like mm-hmm. my my notifications and i'm like what is this thing um and truthfully i've only looked into it a little bit um but that would be a super good example of like a small cap to include in somebody's portfolio yeah 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 we need we need to do an episode on that our uh, our next video is going to be on casper so we need to after nice. all this, we need to do an episode on Watts Pay for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about ten thousand? So like a, oh, what were 10, you saying? Uh, 
So you do like a dedicated episode, like all around one coin then? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've done oh, that's all the ISO coins yep. already. Yep. And then we are now expanding out into these other altcoins. Like we want to do WatchPay, uh, Helium. I, I actually have a Helium miner in my room right now. I think that'd be a nice. great token to go over. Yeah, absolutely. And then we're uh, as as we find more developments about certain coins, we make more parts about them. I mean, we could just do a whole series on XRP and make nothing but those videos for yeah. like eight months. But like, you know, <laughs> people, I think people would get bored after a while. You'll yeah. never get bored yeah. of XRP. We won't. Yeah, but, but some know, others might. Sure. You know, <laughs> you have a point. Yeah. But what about 10,000, Mason? Because now you're 10, sitting 000. on now you're sitting on a, a good chunk of money that yeah. not a lot of standard people have to just throw into cryptocurrency. Yeah, ten thousand. I'm going like heavy XRP bag mm-hmm. in there. Um, heavy quant bag because you can actually feel like you have. You know, like when when you buy a when you buy one quant, it's like or, or if you had two hundred fifty dollars to spend on quant, it's like okay, I, I have one point three of these. Like <laughs> right now, just it'd be, the psychology. Right now, it'd be about two point five. Yeah, so it, it just that weird psychology. So with more money, I like I like the quant with more money. Um, so I'd I'd go XRP quant, um, H bar. Um, I would limit it to like five sure. or six. You could actually you could go to ten if yeah. you really yeah. wanted to. You could go a thousand in each, but I think you're spreading too thin uh, with that. Um, and I would I would stack like heavy XRP XRP. Uh, I'm a, I'm actually a big fan of Ethereum as an investment too, so maybe stack Ethereum like maybe cop one, <laughs> one yeah <laughs> yeah. You see that there's the you have that principle there too with ETH. Um, w- w- what we're not talking about here is like risk tolerance and yeah. like mm-hmm. like how risky does the person actually want to be? Sure. Yeah. Uh, how like long do they want to hold this? There's so a that lot that all goes matters. into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would just stick with like buy the ISO coins, like yeah, maybe remove one of them, like take out Stellar or take out uh, Iota H bar if you don't like it. So just just if there's too many, like you can H bar is not even connected really to the ISO. No, no, it's not even classified as an ISO. I don't believe not right now. Yeah, yeah, it's not so. But I still rope it in with yeah. that whole yes. quant isn't either, but Gilbert Verdian like made an ISO standard. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. that's on his resume. Yeah. Um so maybe take one of those out and replace it with something you like. Um but 10k I'm loading up on all ISO bags, man. All ISO bags. What are your what are your thoughts? Okay, so ISO bags for sure. Uh XRP and HBAR have their NFT ecosystems developing and evolving and cr- paving a way for how NFTs are going to be like developed just with low transaction cost, low fees, everything all around. With, yeah, with more innovative blockchains. What are your thoughts on diversifying those big bags into NFTs? Because like have, I, I look at it like a double stand. Like if you're able to find these blue chip NFTs in these ecosystems, where you're able to like honestly long term make more XRP or HBAR off of the NFT, and then the price of those go up, it's a double win. That's what people don't think about, man. Is yeah. that you can like you're selling this for the asset that you believe so much in. If you believe HBAR or XRP is going to be the future, why wouldn't you own some of the NFTs on that network? Um, and I look at like NFTs as like the real estate of your portfolio because it is illiquid. And then like the cryptos are like the stocks of your portfolio. Sure. Um, I don't hold stocks at all. Neither so do I. Nope. My crypto, like my stock money is in crypto. Um, but if you had 10K... I would only take like maximum like 2,500 of that. So basically another coin slot. So remove one of your coin slots. If you have five slots for coins in a 10 coin portfolio with, or uh, no, if you have $10,000 in five, five coins, like remove one of those coins and put that into NFTs, but do not go too hard into them. Um, especially on the, the 
um, newer networks for NFTs. XRP is old AF, yeah. but yeah. Um, very true. Just be ecosystem. very careful with them, man. Yeah, it's NFT ecosystem is still newer. Very, very new. Yeah. You yeah. see any you see any blue chips out there yet? You iron? XRP, XRP or HBAR? I mean you can you can both go into both if you'd like. Yeah, it's gotta be X Punks, man. Uh, X Punks, I met the guys in in uh where did I meet them? In, in LA. Yeah, LA, I was about to say. I saw that little video you posted on Twitter. Yeah. And they they're very cool. I think they're about to do a lot of stuff. So the only one I can really say with like full confidence or pretty strong confidence is X punks. And then H bar, like the punks of H bar, of course, H graph punks. Um, I would have to check out what I hold though. I hold a bunch of, of different ones. Access is good, but they've had a couple, like I've been hating on them a little bit. Hey, they Not just launched their marketplace. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> Like, I don't know. So that one, maybe. Um, yeah, there's a couple. It's a couple different ones. I, my eyes are like wide open to find these blue chips yeah. on those yeah. networks because I want them. Because I believe in the the network behind it so much, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'd have to say. I mean, me and Corbin would probably have to say our big blue chip on XRP right now is the junkies. Yeah, dude, junkies is wild. Yeah, I mean, yes, I hold them. I hold some too, man. Yeah, nice. it's it's a huge ecosystem. We actually did a podcast with them a couple weeks back. They're yeah. they're great, great guys. guys. You know, we're pretty active in their Discord. Corbin's actually a mod, and uh, they're just always working on development for the game. Like you hop in the Discord, you're gonna see them in their voice channel, just nonstop working. And it's really cool because one of the mods, his name's Modbus. He's he's actually the father of the creator of one of the nf the the creator of the nfts and it's cool to always just see him in chat and stuff and it's they're just a genuinely great team it's like a family-run business basically it basically is and Can't knock that. that's my biggest blue chip right now in the xrpl i'm definitely a fan of junkies man big shout out to to junkies because they uh yeah, they're doing. So, I've seen what they're doing too. They're yeah. doing some cool stuff. Yeah, and I do. I do hold some. Yeah, love to hear it. Love to hear it. I'm not too big into H bar NFTs. That's Mr. Corbin over here. I mean, yeah, I got I got a couple on my radar that I'm watching heavily. Uh, I don't know if you heard of uh, Cyber Hedera, Mason. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. They made a. They made a. a oh, dope that's right. They made. Yep. Picture. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They. <laughs> dude, Cyber Van Gogh just never misses. Fantastic. <laughs> Facts. Yep. Yeah, he's great. And then, um, have you ever heard of uh, Vasizi? Vasizi? Have you not heard of Vasizi, my man? Ooh. How do you spell it? Maybe it'll... it'll... That's a good one. Uh, V-C-E-E-Z-Y. I have not, actually, no. So that one's major because the, uh, the creator of it is trying to structure it around kind of like the hype, like around... Uh, actual like Yeezy products, you know, how people get, go crazy for like the shoes and stuff. Yeah. Or, uh, dude, what was the one with the red label Supreme or like Supreme kind of thing, but make it for NFTs. And like, he's got like a lot of mad connections. It's yeah. Well, uh, if you want to know more about it, I can, I can hook you up. I got you. It's, <laughs> it's going to be big. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. I mean, I just see both of those ecosystems the most growing yeah. and have the most potential as of right now with yeah. just up and coming NFT marketplaces and just total development when it comes to NFTs. Because to be honest, something has to take ETH down yeah. when it comes to NFTs. The gas fees are out of this world and it's just it's so unnecessary. And like people are getting, I mean, you try to transfer and you try to buy an NFT on ETH and you might not even have enough money to buy it just because of the gas fees, sure. or you might go through the hassle of trying to buy it, but then your transaction gets caught up in the blockchain and you're not able to fully go through with that transaction. And there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of problems I see. Yeah. And then the alter, the other alternative is Solana where most of the time you can't do a transaction on it because the network's down. Something. Like, Something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why? 
What are your thoughts on that? I Solana, mean, I think, uh, and just Solana's ecosystem. Well, Solana's ecosystem is is second to Ethereum in terms yeah. of NFTs. Yes, sure. Um, but the thing with it going down and stuff, I, th- I personally, I think it was like a coordinated attack from some group that thought that Solana's reputation was so like untarnished that they had to tarnish it in some way. Because now when you mention Solana, I, I call Solana the Chris Brown of crypto. <laughs> because when you mention Chris Brown, it's like, well, no, you can't like him because he beats women. So we can't like Solana because the network goes down. So they put this like tarnishing on it. Um, but I think it's super strong still. Um, and I think the NFTs are super strong on there. I made a ton of money on Solana NFTs. I hit very massively on one um, project called Degenerate Ape Academy. Oh, yeah. Not sure where they're at now, but I completely exited. That was when Solana was pumping to the moon as well. Right in that time. And, and uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Solana, but I don't hold any like Solana as an yeah. investment at all. Sure. I do have some sitting in my phantom, but that's just to buy NFTs if something comes up. Sure. Nice. Also, well, another thing is the OpenSea integration with yeah. Solana. Yeah, that's, that's yep. very I think big. that was that's really major. good. Yeah. yeah. That helps the whole ecosystem grow a lot more than it was initially. Yeah. Yeah. The, the most recent Solana NFT I got into was called The Gimmicks, um, connected to Mila Kunis, who's Ashton Kutcher's uh, wife, I believe. Yeah. And Ash- we know Ashton Kutcher is an XRP holder. Yeah. If you've, if you've seen that Ellen clip. Yep, I was yeah. about to say. The Ellen clip's yeah. major. So I thought that was cool that it was connected to her. Um, and they've actually done pretty good. It was a free mint. We got in for free. I got three of them for free. Nice. Free Solana mint, right? You can't do a free mint on Ethereum. You got to pay this 30 bucks, 40 buck gas fee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now they're at like $50. So a lot of us oh. made just 150 just for nothing, just for being aware of it. So I, I'm, I'm bullish on Solana NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. For sure. <laughs> There's one question that it makes me laugh a lot because Corbin added it. But um, before we ask that, where do you see uh, the, the whole crypto space? Uh, actually, I already said this, but where would you see it like five years from now? It uh, by by. OK, so five years is 2027 20, around. Yeah. By 2030, it should all be completely done because that's all the davos agenda and all that is aiming for 2030 um but in five years it also should be very close to like not fully complete but yeah getting there yeah it is the next sector like it is a new sector of the the whole financial system um as for like the market cap i mean some people literally predict 200 trillion um I'm saying it oh. should be at least like double digits, like 10, yeah. 20, 30. Up, it should be up there in five sure. years. Like it should. 589. Um, yeah, that <laughs> could very well put XRP at 589 if it got up there. Yeah. So that I'd see, I see crypto in five years taking over the world even yeah. more. Like yeah, straight I mean, up only graph. I mean, if, if you, I, I like to think about it like, Crypto will be just like crypto will be used just like Apple Pay, but instead of using dollar, we're going to be using crypto, and we'll be at like Walmart or Target, potentially just scanning our phones with our XRP or XLM to pay for things. Potentially, I potentially. Mean, who? I mean, you never know. Speculation is yeah, out there for no, everything. That can, that can happen with the speed of both uh, of those. Some of this, but yeah. I think it should just like. I think if Ripple underlies everything, like you would just be transacting in your normal dollars and won't even be, it won't even know you're, it'll be going through Ripple or something like that. Yeah. True. Yeah. It would be like how Swift works in the background without you even knowing about it, but your money gets from point A to point B somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're so, right. I, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing too is like, how would you price items? Like if, like if you were, if, if you are a business that accepts XRP, 
or XLM or whatever, and you had to put like tags out on the like on the shelving. Base it off a of USDC. Well, yeah, in which case it would just be a normal price. But, Unless but you, you could use your XRP or XLM to buy it. True. I could see that. Or you could have those like Best Buy e-ink tags that they have and have, have like a little list of like how much XRP or, <laughs> or Ethereum or however much it would cost for each of these items. Not a bad idea. If somebody wanted to buy their groceries with ETH, they might have some sort of problem. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be stuck there for three days. Their milk would be spoiled and they would finally go through because the GUI dropped. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny alright Corbin you can ask this one alright so Mason if you and the bearable bull entered into a boxing match who do you think would win or would it just be you punching yourself yeah cause you did expose yourself a little earlier you said who knows I might be bearable bull <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Yeah, that might not work. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, I see on his on his Instagram stories he, he does get in the gym. Yeah, he does yeah. get in the gym. Uh, but I get in the gym too. So I think uh, I think I would win. Uh, he does have this intense voice, but yeah. how does that translate to like intense fists? Like I have intense fists. Or he might have to, he, he can walk in there we're calling out Go the ahead. bearable bull on this video right <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be like a ksi logan ball boxing match now we're gonna set up some fantastic <laughs> no i think i'd, I'd win i'd win yeah. what type of fighting uh, is it just gonna be street fight boxing jujitsu oh, mma I, I mean, I think I'd win every single type, but Ooh. I would want it to just be boxing, to be honest. Hey, have you ever seen that photo on his Instagram of him in the shadow that he posted? He kind of just... You that saw was that recently, one? right? I think so, yeah. I think it was like within the like, last couple of weeks, but man, that dude looks huge. I can't <laughs> lie. He looks at least probably... I mean, oh, you're yeah. tall. We're both pretty tall. I mean, you're around like 6'3", right? Yeah? Yeah, 6'3". So, I mean, I, I feel as if you guys are probably the same, right? Who knows though? He's he's a man in disguise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'd win, man. Send this clip to him. <laughs> Anybody watching, clip this and put it on Twitter. Tag the Alt Kings. Tag Bull and tag me, and I'll retweet it. Let's make this happen. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. <would> <laughs> All right. So this has been kind of on my mind. You have the Gold Squad. You guys go deep into every aspect of life, crypto, and all of that. You're just trying to grow as a whole. But um, have you ever considered a Crypto Mason NFT? Uh, I mean, the real OGs of my channel know that I did release uh, just an NFT that marked an era. So basically, if you own the NFT... It was simply a piece of art and you simply like, it's just an indication that you were there and there was only like nine of them. Wow. Right. Um, but I mean, all of my plans are top secret. I can't really like disclose or reveal anything. Respectfully. What I, what I will say though, is that everybody in like my circle, like the people I came up with on TikTok, like all those people, coach JV, uh, who else? All of them blockchain boy all of them are they have the same thought right now and it is that they're going to launch an nft project or they're working on that thing because there is so much money in it for the people who are building it's very hard to make money for the people who are like just buying yep. nfts the the real winners are the builders yes um so i think we all have the same thing on our mind in that circle uh, but that's I'm, all my plans are kind of top secret. Sure. Um, all I can say to anybody watching is just like keep up, like engagement and loyalty will be rewarded. Um, so yeah. What What are your thoughts on like uh, utility for NFTs? Like, what would you see like a very valuable source of utility whenever it comes to just creating an NFT project? Obviously, there's a lot of games out there. There's a lot of different sorts of source of utility but like what would you see one is like vital you kind of need it when you're trying to create a project well i think the only real utility that
that's like actually powerful right now is the the membership aspect of this. I in LA, I went to my first uh like party where I entered the party by showing an NFT. Yeah. Do you my, know how crazy that feels? That's how it was <laughs> for me in Miami. Yeah. So, so like the like these are it's just a club revolution. It's just a club revolution yeah. right now. Yeah. These are clubs um and membership, right? So I think the the whole thing is that membership is that main utility. All, all the rest of it is just like kind of whimsical right now. We the membership is the underlying principle of most of them right now. Sure. That is amazing. Yeah. Cuz yeah, you actually down in Miami, you actually told the, me personally about that. You said the membership, you said you, you gave me a lot of gems that I, that stuck. <laughs> I, I, I give more gems in person. If anybody sees me in person, I give more gems in person and with some drinks in me. There's <laughs> sure. definitely more gems. Yeah, come your out. Uh, your guidance lawyer isn't following you around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, Mason, is there anything else? I mean, you'd like to ask us because I mean, we've really just been asking the questions for yeah. the most part this time around. But is there anything like you'd like to ask us or just tell your community, our community, anything in general about crypto? I mean, as for as for you guys, it's like I, I see the, the potential, right? I told you in person that I like the name, right? I'm going to continue to support you guys. Appreciate um, it. Watch you guys grow. Uh, cause you will grow if you continue, if you Consistency continue. Consistency is key. Yeah. Um, and as for the community watching you guys, like you guys pick some great people to watch, like you're watching the right people, right? Back in 2017, 2018, even sometimes now I'm still not even watching the right people. Um, so that's a key, that's a key part. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I, all I got. Thank you once again for all your time, man. Absolutely, Mason. It's been a true pleasure. And we'd love to, I mean, you know, months from now when this whole entire ecosystem is continuing to be developed and hopefully by then the Ripple lawsuits out the doors. XRP will be at yep. 589. <laughs> we'll all be in flying Lambos. <laughs> hopefully by then we can get you back on again and yeah. recap yeah. on what we discussed now, but talk about the future then. Yeah. What's yeah to thank come. you for having me on, man. We appreciate Definitely it. open to coming back on too. Appreciate that. Man. Appreciate it, man. Well, with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you next episode. <laughs> I missed. Oh, how did I miss two? <laughs> oh, it always happens. Always. Thanks, Mason. My hairs. Got you.